Welcome back to the White, Gray, Black Weekly Manga Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about all of your favorite ongoing Japanese manga. My name is Bruce. I am the proprietor of the White, Gray, Black YouTube channel. With me again, the devil to my fruit, Gautam. Hello, hello. This week, it's a little bit of a different episode. Instead of covering a vast array or a small group of currently published manga, we're just going to talk about one single manga, quite possibly the best currently published manga, One Piece, chapter 1094, and a whole lot else that led up to that chapter. Uh, We're going to deep dive into all things One Piece, manga news, and a little bit more coming right up. All right, let's talk about One Piece. It's been a hot minute since we talked about One Piece. I think this is our third time this year. I think we limit ourselves to once a quarter, so this is our fall One Piece discussion, I guess. Yeah, unless you count the live action. Uh, it's That's been a true. Bit. Yep. It has been a little bit, yeah. So this chapter 1094 is called J. Garcia Saturn of the Five Elders Dash the Defense Science Warrior God. Um and I want to skip right to that part, because that's the cool part, but we'll we'll go through a little bit of some of the other stuff that goes on in the chapter. Um, so, one of the Vegapunks, I can't remember the names of all of them, gives a command to the, the bots and makes them stop. Uh, Bonnie is running away, they're all kind of running away trying to get to the, the Going Merry, right? To try to, to figure to it out. To bail out of the, there, yeah. With the Sunny, yeah. Um... I thought this part was cool. So Bonnie has the age control powers, right? She does this like near-death experience attack that like hits these guys in the head, makes them like die essentially for one second, and then reverts them back. I thought that was like the creativity yeah, that, that, of the Devil Fruit Draws. That was so cool. I, I I would react the same way this guy reacted right here. I, mm. I'd, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'm done. I just had a. I just uh, experienced my whole life. Uh, I'm I'm fulfilled. See so ya. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he yeah absolutely has a meltdown just like everyone else. What a cool attack. Yeah, very cool attack. Uh, Bonnie's very interesting. We got Kizaru and Luffy fighting. We still have Zoro and what's the other guy's name? There's so many people in One Piece. Um, Rob Lucci. Yeah, Rob Lucci. That's right. That little piece of shit. Um, they all feel feel an ominous presence coming. This is this to me speaks. Um, like conquerors, hockey users feel this. Not everyone does, or maybe everyone feels it. But the the four people that they kind of show really noticing it: the uh, Kizaru, Luffy, Zoro, Rob Lucci, and uh, there's so many names in One Piece. I'm just losing Jimbei. Jimbei. Uh, those five, I'm pretty sure, have conquerors hockey. So I would I would guess that that's what they're feeling when uh, when Jay Garcia is about to show up here. Um, and then somebody gives the units to the pacifista, which we saw uh, back in the first page. They're like, oh, the only the only thing above the Vegapunks in the command structure is the five elders. And so in the command structure we get, somebody tells them to stop, and they stop. And everyone's like, what is going on? A magic uh, circle I, appears. <laughs> Go ahead, it, yeah. The, the most satanic fucking circle in the fucking universe appears. Yeah. This is, yeah, here it is at the bottom of this page. Um, that's, yeah, so a satanic circle appears and out pops, not the Jay Garcia we are used to seeing, but a very demonic, and he's called the highest authority of the world government, five elder planets, defense science warrior god, Saint Jay Garcia Saturn. Um, and he says, like, I almost can't remember the last time I came to the surface. Uh, and he just looks at a dude, and they die at the, in the top of this page. So, some pretty intense stuff going on. Um, Luffy runs out of power. We see that he's essentially a giant spider devil thing that looks like he's yeah. on fire. So this kind of confirms... All right, we can start talking about the good shit now. This kind of confirms... I, I, I don't remember if it was the last time we talked about it. I think it was. We talked about Sabo running away from the Five Elder Planets and... Uh, when he saw the death of Nefertari Cobra, is that right? Yeah. And he steals Vivi, and they escape, and we see, like, shadows that are sort of shaped animalistic like demons, and there was a lot of speculation around, like, well, is it 
Is it Oda covering up their devil fruits? Do they actually look like this? Is this is this Emu's power? Is this Im's power? Or is it their power? Um, this confirms a lot, right? This confirms that this is either a devil fruit power or something else. We'll maybe get back to the something else in a minute. Uh, the five older planets actually look like that. They are like they have some kind of demonic powers, uh, which also means that M has some other power, assumedly. Uh, and they are incredibly strong, right? Like this, I don't, I don't know if we've ever seen any person in One Piece kill another person on screen with so little effort. I mean, like Jay Garcia looks at a dude and the guy's head explodes. Like, <laughs> like it's, and it is, it's kind of, it's pretty intense up there. Um, and then yeah, we get sort of. He's obviously very large because when you're large in One Piece, you're strong. Um, Facing down some of the straw hats here, and Vegapunk says like Saint Saturn, I assume. And they they appear to know each other or be familiar with each other. Um, and then we get Bonnie kind of getting, I want to say like flashbacks or memories. I uh, you can tell me how you feel about this. I feel like this is probably what she saw inside that Papa memory bubble. Yeah, assumedly yeah, has sure. to do with either Saturn or all of the all of the elders because she immediately grabs a sword and in the, the flashback bubbles here says like erase his individuality completely make sure no trace of it remains but if we do that kuma dot 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 and then she stabs jay garcia in the chest uh and she's she's crying right so wow right what a chapter um yeah what are your what are your initial thoughts on this chapter real quick Gautam? uh yeah i don't know that this brings like a lot of questions uh into what devil fruits are uh they they sound like they are Actually, fruits just made by Im, the devil. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I remember back during the Sabo chapter, Im was attacking Sabo with like a devil tail attack. Right. And, yeah. Uh, that that's very on point for the devil motifs. Uh, so yeah, the devil summoning circle it pretty much all but confirms that, or well, confirms quote unquote loosely confirms that uh, the world government is just a bunch of either devils or Satan worshippers or yeah. so, so, something to that effect. And the devil fruits are something created by whatever the devil is in this yeah. universe. Well, uh, let's get into that. Possibly I, what, yeah, because there's some interesting stuff here. I saw some comments on this saying, oh, Jay Garcia wasn't introduced with a fruit power like they usually are. I don't know if I necessarily think that that's like an every time introduction thing. Like, I don't think all characters are introduced immediately with what their devil fruit power is always. So I do think this could still be a devil fruit. He could be, have some awakened Zoan that he's using, right? It could be the, you know, death spider or something, but I, I'm kind of on board with the, no, these guys aren't, don't have devil fruits. They have, I think they're just devils. Yeah. Because the idea of a devil fruit is that there's like a, it's a copy of a devil's power or it has like a small part of a devil inside or, the devil's power inside this just seems like this is a straight up a devil right like we have seen their powers maybe sort of quantified and and put inside these little devils for the people to to use this guy just seems like he just is a devil like straight up it it seems that way to me too and um yeah it's they're immortal he hasn't gone to the surface in forever Mm -hmm. uh which brings into question what is what is the uh uh Mary Jo of the Holy Land, like what? What is that place if not the surface in some way? I, well, it's, I it's way up high, right? Isn't it like on top of the red line? Is that right? Oh, you might be right. Maybe, maybe I think he's probably just saying surface. like he hasn't been down to like an island, like the ground, quote unquote, like a ground. Right. That's uh, that's what I was thinking, but yeah. Uh, and isn't isn't Saturn a weapon too? Like uh, like I have to go back and read, but like well, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, they're all like weapons um so they, the the weapons oh god the weapons haven't been mentioned in like a year and a half <laughs> i have to remember uh pluton pluton it, uranus is swan uranus and is it saturn the last one i don't remember hold on i don't know you look it up but yeah i mean this is you're right that this brings up a lot of questions i also think this i think this does answer a lot of questions also um and i think the next I wonder if in the next chapter or two we'll get either a flashback or Bonnie talking about what she saw in the pawpaw fruit. That seems important here. 
uh, to what's going on. Well, I we I think we all kind of assume that Obani's gonna attack Vegapunk or something. Vegapunk did something in the past, but uh, it's looking more and more like perhaps it was not Vegapunk. Perhaps it was uh, these shitbags. Uh, fr- from well, whatever Bonnie's flashing back to in these few panels, it seems like Vegapunk was given the order to do right, whatever, right, like, yeah. to erase Kuma. Uh, I, th- I guess the question is why. Um, why Kuma? Yeah, I, I, I don't we'll, know. We'll, we'll find that out. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I thought it was, it was just, like, a lot of big reveals. Um, for sure. I, I, I wonder why the C is, like, the counter to devil abilities in general then that's a good question uh, and i yeah. i want to i don't want to necessarily table that but i want to loop that together with can we look at a visual design thing of jay garcia here he's got the same kind of sort of cla- dark cloud wreath that luffy has in gear five as joy boy but his is white right i don't think it showed up in the chapter but um you know, the first time he transforms into Joy Boy, he's got the kind of... It's almost the exact same pattern as this this sort of, like, cloud... Like, cloud halo wreath thing around. Kind of, like, goes under their arms and up around their head. Uh, Jay has the same thing, but it's black. And Luffy's in Joy Boy form is white. That, to me... Uh-huh. That visual design strikes a chord with me. Because that tells... I mean, and obviously... They're obviously, yeah, yeah. Luffy, Luffy's like obviously the good guy. It's pretty straightforward. Like the good guy and the bad guy have similar design elements, but I also think that this could mean that. Oh God! All right, there's a lot of shit that could be going on here. It could be that not all devil fruits are of the devils, right? They maybe we label them all devil fruits, but maybe some of them are powers of the devils and maybe some of them are powers of something else angels oh. another name for angel i think angel and i don't know uh it, it very well could be that devils are complex like D sure, uh, where yeah. they're not all evil um i could see particular devil fruit being or owners being like good guys or Right, motivated well, than, by different things. Yeah, more than owners. I, I guess I'm like going off the assumption the, de- the devil itself, right? Right, going off the assumption that the the devil inside the devil fruit or the power captured from the devil in the devil fruit, however you want to say that, um, could be taken from someone like Jay Garcia, who is clearly kind of an evil, straight up spider devil, or it could be maybe taken from some other powerful being like Joy Boy and put into a fruit in that way and it could be one of those like they're all the same type of being but the good ones got wiped out or there's not very many good ones and so you know the everything that was left was devils i don't know this to me this whole vegapunk arc we have gotten a lot of reveals but we've also got i have like a more questions about the void century and the like long before that than i ever have and i i hope that we're leading up to some reveals about that because it feels like they're, I mean, what was it, like two two or three chapters ago, maybe just two chapters ago, when Luffy activated Gear 5, the, like, robot woke up on right. on Vegapunk Island or whatever, on uh, Egghead. And th- yeah, that has we, not been addressed. You know that they're, like, I know their goal is to leave Egghead, but they're not leaving Egghead. They wouldn't show that robot and the not ruined yet, civilization yeah. under Egghead so much if we were just going to leave Egghead. So we're going to, we're, we're in Egghead for a bit. Um, I think, yeah, we're probably, I, probably the whole arc. Yeah. My guess is that they, since they are already trying to escape, my guess is, and Luffy just sort of lost his, lost his power and needs to take a break before he can go here five again. My guess is that Jay Garcia here, I don't, he does not going to kill anybody, but I'm going to guess that he fucks up the pirates and they have to run. And they're like, I, I kind of want to say it's going to be another one of the like, sort of like in the first half of the series, where it's like, someone got hurt, and that means we have to go find someone to help something, and it'll be, you know, oh. You think there are too many cast members that are going to split the crew a little bit? Potent- I, I think that's a potential. I didn't, not necessarily what I was getting at, but I do think that's a very high potential thing, where maybe some have to go to Elbaf to heal, maybe some have to go to another place, maybe some go back to Wano or something like that. I don't know. Um, I'm predicting this is going to be another sort of... Uh, that this this fight 
this fight or slaughter or whatever it turns out to be, this I think will be the end of Egghead. I don't think you can go. We've been escalating from CP0 showing up to uh, Kizaru, you know, a what is he, vice admiral. Is that, what, is that what Kizaru is? He's an admiral. Or an admiral. Okay, just straight up admiral. Um, admiral showing up to suddenly like, this is like literally the second highest tier bad guy we've seen other than M, right? So yeah. This, I I I don't want to get into power scaling with it, but I don't think that Luffy is in a position in the story right now to beat Jay Garcia, and I think he's the only one that could do it right now. I, I know think it, Oda specifically doesn't want to answer that question, which right. is why he took Luffy out of the fight. Uh, I, right, I, th- I think you're right. I think I think Luffy yeah. is out of power. I think everyone else is sort of on the run, trying to run. Um, I think this is you know everybody gets kind of messed up by Jay Garcia and but they get away somehow. I, I I'm gonna guess that they get away from the robot in the basement. Uh, something about that robot has me interested. The robot's gonna come out and try to fight Jay Garcia. That's that's gonna be my my little prediction for how the how the fight goes. But yeah, I I could definitely see that because that. That civilization got destroyed, right? I could mm. see the by the world government, so I could see there being grudges there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There, there's there's a there's a lot of shit to think about with that with all of these reveals. We do know that like Joy Boy is kind of the ultimate villain in the world government's eyes, mm. and therefore Luffy's the ultimate villain in the world government's eyes. Uh, so Joy Boy has always been kind of a, a thorn in their side so that's where they try to mon- uh monopolize the gum gum fruit yeah um but it's interesting so I'm, I'm trying to remember because it's been you know, stuff in one piece moves so quickly and so slowly at the same time why jay garcia is here for vegapunk right isn't didn't they send him specifically to like make sure vegapunk gets taken out or is he here He's not we here don't for know Luffy. Why he's here. Okay, I thought yeah, that, we, I thought we that we, we knew. Don't, why, we don't fully but... know why he's here. Kizaru is here for Vegapunk. Kizaru is here. Okay, the rest of them are here for Vegapunk. Uh, presumably, he is here to make sure this mission is completed. But yeah. there could be other reasons. It, it's going sideways for the world government, so it, it makes sense that he would pop in. Uh, yeah, it was cool seeing Kizaru kind of be like, "Oh fuck!" When Luffy like punches him in the head. In yeah, head. I yeah. At the top here, he just, like, yeah. It's like, this it, it, isn't good. It's like the first time in the whole series we've seen, seen him actually sweat. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, there's a note here that I just noticed, is that Jay Garcia, this top left panel, says Nika. Like, calls Luffy mm. Nika. Which, so, I think that that would seem that he is familiar, uh, that that Jay Garcia is, is familiar with Nika, in some regards, I don't know if that again is from the Void Century or before then. I would assume before then. I don't think there was a Nika during the Void Century, if I'm remembering right. There's a lot of I'm stuff not in one sure. piece. Sure, I, I, I do think Nika was there because uh, Joy Boy was the one leaving clues about the Void Century. Um, that's true. Which that's is true. Yeah. What Roger? So Nika was around. Well, so Nika didn't. Okay, but didn't, knew what happened there? Didn't that turn out to be what's his name? The giant. Uh, Jaguar? Is it Jaguar Soul? Is that was that who's actually leaving the the clues? I uh, think we the, might. Yeah, I don't know. There's no there's... Nika definitely left clue. Like he left okay. the clue about the Void Century in Skypea uh, yeah, for Roger yeah. to find. Um, so yeah, he, this is this is basically like a Lex Luthor Superman situation where the world government's forever rival is. Sun God Nika. Yeah. Uh, who Who is Luffy now? Who doesn't have any of the context, but... um, And probably won't ever have any of the context. Yeah, he doesn't really care, right? He's just doing his thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. This is uh, this is all cool shit. I, I am curious to see where, where they go with any of it. Um, Im is leading up to be the, the big bad, but I, I think wonder where, sure. that, where does that leave Blackbeard? I, I'm curious. Yeah, I think... I mean, I think Black, uh, again, we talked about this in the in the past, maybe the last episode, maybe two episodes ago, where we talked about One Piece. Um, but Blackbeard is an ideological, uh, like... Parallel to Luffy as well. Yeah, counter, parallel, yeah. Uh, foil. A foil would be kind of the official thing, right? Is that, because they both sort of believe in this total freedom, and mm. but their paths to get there are completely opposite. So right. that, to me, I, I see... 
I don't know. If I were a storyteller, I would put that at the very end. But I, it could be before then. It could be before M. Because to me, the uh, the sort of plot bad guy of I'm evil and I'm enslaving people and my slavery versus your freedom, that battle happens and then freedom wins. And then the final battle is, okay, but now what type of freedom is right? Is the type of freedom where any Blackbeard's freedom of, you know, take other people's stuff, you are free to do whatever you want, or is it Luffy's freedom, uh, you know, of, of the other more kinder extent? Um, to me, that's that's how I would set it up, but I don't, I could go either way and I don't know, so. Here, here's my prediction. Uh, they both fight the world government uh, I can see that, yeah. Yeah, because it, at the end of the day, they both believe in freedom. Um, that's their whole thing, both of them. Uh, and the world government is very much opposed. They, they're they the ones putting chains and restrictions on everyone. Mm-hmm. I agree um, with that, yeah. Yeah. I, could I, also... I can see it, yeah, Blackbeard turning off powers for Luffy to get like a, a hand in. I, I can see that happening. I could very much see a sort of Naruto-esque Takunojutsu Blackbeard, you don't like slavery either, right? Come help me for this. And they sort of help each other out to get through the world government. And then after that, I, I do think the two, the Blackbeard and Luffy have to... Oh, they'll, they'll fight. Yeah. I, sure. I don't know if they necessarily need to fight, but they're... I don't know if it's a cop-out to say, like, maybe at the end Blackbeard is just like, okay, I see your point of view, Luffy. That's fine. I will. I will think about my ways. I. I. I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening. They, ha- they have to fight because Blackbeard is the reason Ace died. I, yeah. I think. Well, he, yeah, that's true. That's true. I think about that. And I don't think even Luffy would ask for his help. I think they would just act, have to work together at yeah. some point. You know, because there's there's so fucked otherwise. Um, this. I mean, yeah. Where does Shanks fit into this? He knows all this. Well, and Shanks. A couple of chapters ago, we got the reveal that Shanks is like the. I want to say essentially like the son of a of the the Tenry B two one of the immortal dragon like commanders in some island right I we saw that at the end of a chapter this was maybe like two months ago now um, I might have forgotten I don't remember that yeah it it showed okay no this was okay it was lore that was revealed and I want to say the 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 movie the latest movie that we saw about about a year ago that he was from some like Figureland island right. And then we hmm. got a reveal at the end of a chapter a couple of chapters ago that was like, oh, here's like somebody, somebody figure land commander, you know, like commander of the immortal dragons like forces on this island. And that that some 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 of that tied into Shanks. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of questions here. I have a lot of questions about how do Shanks tie into this? My big question is how do the uh, how do the freedom fighters, the rebels uh dragon and all of them tie into this does does dragon know that this is like who's running the world government part of me says the dragon knows dragon no, dragon knows now they actually they showed that moment with sabo uh telling them about oh, true. the co- the cobra assassination one of those chapters that's right i forgot that sabo essentially saw what all of the the uh planet senior guys look like so yeah, so, so it's interesting. The characters that know about this are Shanks, Sabo, and Dragon, and all of them. Uh, does Sh- how does Shanks know about this? Oh, because Shanks meets with them constantly, like throughout the series. Uh, meets with the elders, and I will hmm. like in a, in a cloaked like he's cloaked when yeah. he meets them. I, okay, I, I, okay, I think the implicate. And aside from those guys, uh, Wapple <laughs> and Vivi know about it too. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Wapo, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's so funny. Um, and and everyone in Egghead. Uh, yeah, but yeah. Well, and I, I don't like to be honest. I don't think a whole lot of people are making it out of Egghead after this reveal. Um, as far as like the like the Marines and stuff, right? Like I I do think Jay Garcia could probably just like wipe all the Marines out so that no one goes back and tells stories about like, oh my gosh, I saw one of the you know commander guys and he's you know I saw one of the five elders and he's a fucking spider demon. Um, yeah, everyone Commodore ranking or below are just going to get, like, yeah, what, I, killed. I, I don't think I put that page there, but it's just like, look, if you're below, like, if you have no battle prowess, if you are a low-ranking members, do not look at the demon man that is about to appear. And the one guy who looks just gets absolutely sniped. Yeah, it's like you, you don't want to uh, let the new hires on in on your big secrets, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that just just huge reveals left and right. One Piece be crazy, man. 
It's crazy. Um, you mentioned something I wanted to go back to, that because the elder, the J. Garcia slash all the elders are revealed to be these kinds of demons, you mentioned that Im, Emu, might possibly be just the devil. Um, I, I'm interested, expand on that a little bit if you've got anything else. Well, okay, I think the obvious reason is that all of her attacks or his attacks um, are devil tales. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that got, that hit Sabo, for example, was just a, a flat-out devil tale. Right, and we talked about that, yeah. Yeah, so th- that's that's the only reason. And them being the leader, uh, in being the leader of all of this, and these uh, devil forms that all of the world elders have. Um, oh, it's something I'm curious about, though, right? Is that they have a good relationship with Shanks. For some mm. reason, we don't know why. Uh, but if in Wano, one of the characters that Jinbei was fighting, uh, Who's Who, uh, was the name of the character, uh, yes. s- stated that he got shit-canned by the government because and imprisoned because he lost the gum-gum fruit. He was on, uh, the That's ship right. he was yep. on got raided, and he lost the gum-gum fruit for that reason. And it was raided by Shanks, who got the fruit, and then the first chapter of One Piece happens later yeah, on, where yeah. Luffy eats it. But I, I'm kind of curious if that's what got him roped into this mess to begin with, um, or what? I have no I, idea. See, yeah, I think. So I guess I'll I'll lead this off with saying I don't I don't think Shanks is a bad guy. I I think if I think he was born into. He was born into a Celestial Dragon family. I think he saw how messed up stuff was around him. I think he sort of chose to be a pirate, maybe kind of left or rebelled against his family. There's a lot of um, a lot of themes in One Piece around kids sort of distancing themselves from their fathers and being their own person or choosing their own family, choosing their own fathers and stuff like that. Um, it makes sense to me that Shanks would do something very similar. But I think Shanks is incredibly intelligent i think that he knew that oh you know all you know once i have enough prestige in the pirate world you know i also have an in he sort of like has connections to the celestial dragons he can go back and use those and manipulate those and so i think he's a double agent essentially is i guess what i would call him is that he's going playing both sides Right, because if you think about it like oh if he was meeting with either maybe not necessarily the the uh the five elders back then, but if he was meeting with celestial dragons and hearing things and hearing like, oh yeah, there's this really important fruit that's being moved, you know, by the world government, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes and attacks. It's like, okay, well that's like, that's like spy shit, right? Like you're, you know, they're moving something important. I heard because I'm in this, you know, I'm in these meetings with celestial dragons or elders or whatever. He goes and steals it because he knows. And I think that he knows that, Hey, that fruit, maybe he knows enough to know that that fruit is, something that is powerful enough to take down the, you know, to take down all the bad, all the big bad guys, you know, the five elders and him. Um, that's my read on it is that he knew that that was, uh, that that fruit was that important. And so he was going to take it and either, I don't know if he necessarily planned to like eat it himself, but he's going to take it and do something good with it. Right. He's going to make sure that the world government didn't have control of it so that, you know, someone else out there could, you know, resist the world government. Maybe it was meant to go to Dragon or somebody, right? Like, I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. Who, who knows? Or maybe himself. He doesn't have a fruit. Yeah, um, that's, I mean, that's kind of my read on it. I honestly think, like, yeah, 10 years ago, you know, Shanks is, what, early 30s, late 20s. He doesn't have a dragon fruit, still incredibly strong. He has uh, celestial dragon blood in him. He's trying to sort of play this double agent thing. Here's the one fruit that will, you know, potentially stand up to im and all these devils at the highest level of government like yeah i'm i'm gonna take that fruit and, and maybe tell nobody about it right um mm-hmm. maybe that was his plan but then but then luffy eats it and so shanks is like okay yeah i have to i he i, I think his that might have been his gambit to sort of it does change the context of the the very first chapter though if you mm-hmm. think about it right um now I'm, i do think shanks cares about luffy i i really do i think shanks is a good guy because i think him being an evil person who didn't care about Luffy would change the context of everything just so much yeah. that it would it would kind of, it would it would make sense. It would just suck, you know. It would just it, be shitty. 
it do- wouldn't feel like, I, that doesn't feel like a one piece thing to me i it, it almost nothing like that either. shitty has ever happened to one piece like yeah, i that, can't name a single thing almost so with that said i do think it changes the context on him saving Sha- luffy in chapter 1 him right? save mm-hmm. him gambling his arm on luffy too right, right. like he he said uh to whitebeard is like what happened to you, uh, white when they first met uh or when whitebeard was first introduced yeah. uh whitebeard asked like what happened to your arm he said I bet it on the new generation. Yeah, he's like, I gambled it on the new generation. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So, and I think that that, um, I don't know, that, that just all lines up. I think that, yeah, this is all, stuff is going to start getting connected, right? Because we've already started to get some reveals with Vegapunk and all this stuff. I, and I, we've wondered all year, actually, I think both other uh, One Piece episodes we've done this year, we've asked, or we've commented or mentioned, I think we're going to talk or learn more about Devil Fruits in this arc. This seems like the time mm-hmm. to learn more about Devil Fruits. And it might be like, it might be next chapter that Vegapunk goes like, oh yeah, you know, Devil Fruits are created from the powers we see in these guys, right? Like Jay Garcia or something. Um, but I think, yeah, I think it all, in classic One Piece and Oda since, I, he is a, I'm trying to think of how to say this. The world building is is so good, but people often misconstrue good world building with simple with with complexity, right? With oh, there's so many little yeah. things going on. But I think good world building is actually more about sort of central columns that things tie into that are very simple and straightforward, right? Like uh, I'm trying to think of some other things with with good world building, but I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to like spoil Bloodborne, even though that has great, great world building. But. Yeah. Let's just, let's just say full metal alchemist, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Full metal alchemist is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't even need to go into the details. Uh, I think people will just understand from that example. It, it is. It, it, one piece is very much like that. You're right. They, they have, it sets up its pillars. It, it sets up its world and it's not like, it's not fucking rocket science. Yeah. It, the, the, the themes are all pretty simple. But yeah, it's just expanded upon to to such a level that it ends up being great, you know. Um, yeah, well, and and all of that to say that I think there is a I think we are starting to I think for the first you know basically I think everything up to Wano is sort of like spider webs of expansion, and sometimes they cross over, and you'll get you know oh this thing is connected to that thing oh cool, and I think we're starting to get more of a convergence of all this world building because again mm. all these things that we're mentioning right i think that you mentioned um stealing of the gum gum fruit is related to shanks and shanks talks to these talks to the the elders and he is you know where does that fit into all of this and to me it fits in because like well because it's all connected like all this world building is going to sort of come down to a crux of a couple of sort of key either key moments or events or just key ideas. And I think there is the idea of what is a devil fruit that is maybe Mm -hmm. what we're about to get at, right? Because we, because I think that once we know sort of, I mean, let's just assume that we're correct in saying a devil fruit is something that Vegapunk, I don't think Vegapunk invented it because surely they were around before then, but a devil fruit is something. I think Im invented it. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Because, one thing I didn't, I forgot to mention is that uh, in when Sabo catches them, he mentions when talking to Cobra that one of the Nefertiti's in the past fucked up Im's plane completely. I mm. I surmise that is just either distributing devil fruits or l- letting the gum gum fruit um, escape the government's grasp. Right. Yeah. But or maybe I mean maybe it's them. maybe Im is you know had a garden that no one was supposed to get into. So the, all the fruits were always there and he could give them to whoever he wanted. And then someone stole all the fruits and spread them out. Right. Maybe something like that because a, a garden of Eden situation. Exactly. Yeah. Themselves God. Yeah. That yeah. can very well be. A, be, be and, and something yeah. like that, again, that connects back to like, to, to M and the old, uh, Nefertari clan, which connects to like, all this stuff is, is tied together. And it, it is so cool to watch one piece go on and start tying it all together and think about, how are they all related? And it's to to me, I like to generally choose sort of like what's the simplest, the simplest answer. The answer that explains the most things tends to be sort of a pillar. One piece, like I said, it is not. It's not a whole lot of complex things. It's a lot of really simple stuff stacked together that makes it really cool. Like so, 
I, I agree. So this this ain't Chainsaw Man where Oda intends to subvert all the time. Yeah. It, it is it is just the natural progress of having a billion million chapters and yeah. There's ex- no and wrapping things up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that that's a good call out about subversion. Oda is not he. There's not really twists in One Piece, right? Like I'm trying to think if there have been any like there's not really like twist reversals in one piece. Like there's, there's reveals of big stuff. There's mm-hmm. revelations of this new information is here. Or we now know this, but there's no like, Oh, this thing that you thought was one thing is now something else. And I, I, I don't count something like, Oh, Momo, uh, and Kinemon. Oh, they're from Wano. Like that's not really gear, a twist. Gear five is the twist. Um, the, the twist I can think of. But aside from that, I think you're right, you know? But it's not about... But you're right that One Piece is not about subverting expectations. Yeah, so yeah, I, I agree. In general, it, it's... it's. I think you can go pretty above the board on most One Piece sort of plot character predictions and you'd be correct most of the time. Yeah, exactly. That's why, like, when I, when I read Twitter theories, I think I lose brain cells. I'm like, yeah. it is... It's not that, guys. You, I, I get it. You love the series. I do too. But you're overthinking it. You're yeah. you're overthinking it majorly. Well, uh, and even like a couple of years ago, when people had all the theories about about Nika and Joy Boy and Luffy, the best ones that I read were like they weren't super long, right? They were like, hey, we saw you know X, Y, and Z in Skypea, this and this, Luffy, and then you know, they like pointed out the like couple of evidences for it, and that was it. Like there was, I've clicked on these these Twitter threads that I know I've sent to you where it's like the reason Bonnie, you know, is actually a four year old child. One of 63 in like a thread of Twitter. It's like, no, I'm sorry. Like again, I like, it's very simple. People have been talking about this one. They're like, Oh, maybe Bonnie's actually like a little kid who's using her fruit to age yourself up. And it's like, no, that's not, it doesn't work like that. Cause that's too complex. It is. It's more simple than that because Oda is a simple writer. One piece is a simple story. And that's what's great about it. That is not a bad thing. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, and I think this all leads down to, right? Like, Roger was a huge threat to the world government. He mm-hmm. he, he found what Joy Boy left in Laugh Tale and thought it was hilarious. I wonder what it is so badly now. That's, I mean, that's uh, another one of those yeah. things that's kind of impossible to predict. I think, I think it's, it's because it's so simple. Yeah. It's going to be something yeah. so simple and straightforward that you can't even grasp, like, well, of course it's that. You know, surprising yet inevitable is the is, is what it should be. That that might be the one thing that will be a little bit of a twist. I think I think what's on Laugh Tale might feel a little twisty when we see it, but also it should it, it'll make complete sense. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm sure it'll make complete sense. I'm, I'm I'm super looking forward to whatever whatever the reveal is here. Yeah. Uh, uh, one more thought. You know who definitely doesn't know the reality of the situation? I'm sure the admirals do. Uh, and I'm sure Sengoku does, like, he, when Whitebeard says that the One Piece is real, he got pissed off. Mm-hmm. Um, presumably because this affects the world government in such a major way, but also it spurs on pirates. But, you know, I don't think Garp knows, because I don't think Garp would be a, a Marine if he knew all of this. Yeah, bullshit. that's a good call. I wonder... And see, and this is... Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. I think this is, again, why when the sort of final battle comes, a lot of the Marines we've been shown that have good hearts, like Smoker, like Garp, um, they will be on Luffy's side against. And I think because there will be, it'll either be revealed, you know, in the heat of the moment, or it'll be revealed beforehand, or or the Rebels will do something. Um, that's what I'm most curious about, because mm-hmm. the Rebels feel like a... I talked about, like, a lot of these plot webs and these world-building web information things, and I feel like the rebels and dragon and all of those are like a huge hole. And we're, we've gotten like so that is dragon has to be the most important character that we have, have nearly no information on. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Uh, it, I'm like, kind of curious to see where it goes. He's uh, such Robin a threat. Has the information on it. Luffy's mm-hmm. just not interested in hearing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Robin knows stuff. Sabo. I, I, Sabo knows stuff. Sabo is sort of our little key into learning a little bit more about the rebels, but yeah, I when they enter into it, I think you will know. I don't necessarily say now nah, we're in the end game, but like that's that is the last for me. I mean, we we have little holes, but like we know about the Void Century and we know some stuff about it, and we know you know Joy Boy's presence of it, and he left these hints behind, and we know that something was erased, and we know that sort of Im sort of came to rule right after the Void Century, but like we know more about 
the void century and sort of the context of it than we do about the rebels. Like they're just kind of there. We know that they're powerful. We know that Sabo's a part of it and that he gets sent there. We know that Robin was there for two years. We, we don't know what they're doing. We don't really know what their intentions are. I mean, assume it's to take down the world government, but how, why, um, that's the and part. Have- I think once we sort of reveal what they want, that'll be one of the last kind of, that's where the last big puzzle piece is missing from one piece for me. Uh, yeah, they, they are a big puzzle piece um, because I think now this explains why Aokiji left the world government. Uh, mm-hmm. Kazan. Oh, and, and, yeah, I didn't think of that, but yeah. certainly he could have just seen the five elders and been like, nope, I'm out of, I'm out of that shit. Yeah. Uh, it, and I, I'm very convinced, like, even more than, I was at like 99% before, I'm 100% convinced that he is not on Blackbeard's team for any reason. Right. Well, and we talked about that was that maybe the last episode? I don't remember if we actually did. Oh yeah, yeah, we did. We did. We did uh, talk about like the garp, the garp chat. Yeah, the garp. Because yeah, I okay. How does sword play into this then? Because I'm, I, we were both, I think, pretty sure that we said Aokiji was a part of sword, or at least not on, at least not, uh, not on Blackbeard's team. But yeah. maybe Garp does know about this, and maybe he's trying to fight it from the inside using Sword, if he's a Sword member, which we, uh, he is, right? I'm pretty sure. Or, I think so. I think. Kobe I don't know if we know for are, sure. Right? Yeah, I, I, we I, know I, Kobe and Helmeppo for sure. Then Garp has to be. Like, I, uh, yeah, make, that's what I assume, right? Like, I think yeah. that we'll get revealed that Garp's the leader of Sword, maybe. Because so. it, it would make no sense that Garp doesn't know about anything going on around him, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Actually, half of me, after I said that out loud, knowing how Luffy is, half of me could believe that Garp has no idea what I could definitely see that Garp doesn't know about the the demon, the devil, doesn't know that the elders look like this or that M is the devil incarnate, but I -hmm. I could definitely see him just being like, those are clearly the bad guys up there and we're going to fight him from inside the Marines using sword. Like, he doesn't have to know all the information to still sort of make a Garp decision on it. Right. Yeah, either way, it's, it's so funny how, like, just... One or two reveals like this flips his script so completely because mm-hmm. the world government is no longer kind of a neutral force in this world. They are an evil force in this world. Yeah, well, I think they've always, I have always assumed them to be evil pretty much since we kind of met, uh, was it the Spody Archipelago? Where was it where we first meet the the dragon that, uh, the celestial dragon that Luffy punches? Uh, that, that was uh, the Archipelago, yes. Yeah, Spody Archipelago. Yeah. Like, ever since then, you're like, I guess you could kind of assume it's like, oh, they're just kind of rich and useless. But I, they always struck me as like, this is maybe not pure evil, but like this is a straight up, there's not going to be good people uh, coming from this, from the sort of leadership of the world government slash celestial dragons. We have, and we haven't, we really haven't seen, I mean, well, to me, could, it was just a representation of how our current world works, right? Where yeah. the, the rich can do whatever they want. The world's their playground and everything caters to them. Um, but now you can see that the government is literally devils. Um, yeah. I think it's like, so it, it is very black and white. Uh, well, yeah. One piece almost always is. So that's, it makes more sense than I, I don't think Oda would have gone the style of, Oh, I'm going to make social commentary, like full social commentary on the state of, you know, income inequality and the rich versus the poor and all that stuff. Even though there is some subtext of that in the story, it's, he does a lot of social commentary, so I he does. He it. does, but it's it's very straightforward. It is, I think. I think representing the people on the bad end of it as literal devils is much more out of style than having some. I don't want to say new, like no nuance, but other than you know, wrapping that in a uh, hey, wrapping I'm, that I'm in cool. like a social commentary cool field of I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to say it exactly, but yeah, maybe, making maybe them devils is much more out of style. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally get it. It's more fun this way, too. Look, this guy's a giant fucking spider. Yeah, he's, he's a like spider a 50 feet tall. Frankie's already, like, 15, 20 feet tall. Yeah. That dude's huge. And this guy's, like, three times his size. Yeah. Vega Tank 8. Cool. Um, I, Anything else on One Piece? Uh, no. I, I, I think we'll catch everyone in the in the next uh, world-building lord lore drop of one yeah piece. we may not end up getting to that this year we'll see probably Might be january year. next year when we, when we get to it but yeah we'll see um we'll, 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 we'll see if there's a chapter that's too cool to ignore that's you know? true it might literally be next chapter i just have to do two back to back uh well yeah we will see we'll, we will see to uh, to be determined yep 
Um, I do want to mention there was some One Piece live action news that was pretty interesting. There was an entertainment article, uh, interview with the lead showrunner Matt Owens, but he dropped some pretty interesting things about One Piece live action. Of course, uh, we mentioned, if you, want to, if you want to, you should go check out our One Piece live action review videos. We did four of those and talked about them. I mentioned this, I think, at the end of the last one, um, how Jamie Lee Curtis is interested in being Kareha in season two. That is an inevitability at this point, I think. Um, he mentions that. He mentions how season two is going to be about leadership, which I thought was interesting. And he mentions a character who hasn't, uh, I, I don't know if he necessarily has, hasn't been cast or hasn't been, uh, in, introduced yet in season one, so I I think that's a good angle to take for both uh, Luffy and Vivi is the other leadership person, obviously leader of Alabasta. Um, yeah, yeah, and and they it covered a little bit of leadership in season one that mm-hmm. wasn't in the manga, so I thought that was uh, that's a good note to continue because for sure. I think one of the most interesting fights in the series is Luffy versus Usopp in Water Seven, and that all came down to emotions and the burden of leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and it was like so emotionally complex that I don't know. It was, it was fucking great, but it's great. Yeah. That's... I, yeah. Looking forward to seeing what they do with it. Yeah. He also mentioned Matt uh, in this interview mentioned talking about, about because they have so many, you know, 1094 chapters now of one piece to go through. They can bring some stuff uh, from later on. That's, that's sort of, takes place during this season two time period, this uh, this kind of Logetown to Alabasta time. Uh, he mentions a character that he says, I think something about a lot of fans would love it. Uh, or he mentions, I think, two characters to bring forward. One of them, most people are assuming, is, uh, is it Bartolomeu? Bartolomeu? The, like, oh, yeah, the Luffy super fan who sees him in Logetown. But we don't know about that until Dressrosa. But right. the way he's talking about it, he says, like, we might just bring that character forward and it make a, you know, like, he could be a small part of season two. So I think that's interesting. And I think that's definitely what they should be doing. Yeah, that's fun. That'll be fun. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I read that interview. Like, it, it's funny he mentions that he wanted to do justice by the series because four kids did such a shit job of oh, it. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know if any of our audience is old enough to remember this, or maybe you are, uh, but if you aren't, basically, they when One Piece came out, everyone hated it, including myself, um, on Toonami, because... Way not was, as cool as Bleach. Yeah, so, it, it, well, so, it was so censored. That's the reason. Like, all of the guns were replaced by, like, squeaky hammers, like uh, pink and purple hammers, like, Nami's mom never died. She got taken to prison forever. Sanji had a Boston accent uh, and, well, and sucked on lollipops and didn't smoke on cigarettes. Yeah, that was the big one. Is yeah. everyone seen the, like, how are you making that lollipop smoke, Sanji's like, I'm licking it 4,000 times a second. Or, <laughs> is that like a meme? That, yeah. that might be a meme redub or it might be the that, real dub. That is a meme. That is okay, a meme. okay. But, but it is, it is a almost movie. as ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is not that far off from the reality of how bad that dub was. Yeah. Uh, well, and Smoker, do they just like, what does Smoker have in his mouth? It's not cigars. They give him something else, like, just like nothing. Don't they just like take it out and he just looks weird? I don't even remember. I, I, I don't remember. Uh, I know that I, they take Smoker's cigars. I bet he looks like just like a, a fucking dragon where he's just breathing smoke out of his mouth or something. Where yeah, they just remove cigar. it and he's just got like... He's just got... Uh, his his breath is just smoke. Yeah, it just looks like this. <laughs> yeah, he, he, look, he looks like a fucking maniac. Right? He actually because looks like he just... smokes more because he doesn't even have the the thing, so... Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that sucks. Yeah, that's a, that is a notoriously bad dub, and I've seen the clips of it, and it's not very good, but I, I think it's cool. I, it just goes to show, I think, that Matt Owens, the showrunner of One Piece Live Action, like is one is a is a fan and i i i don't like sort of assigning people as like a true fan or not a true fan but like he's he's an og fan right i think he's near our age he might be a couple of years older than us um but you gotta have respect for the source material if you're gonna yeah. have something right and that's why i mean and you know to spoil the end of our one piece discussion you still go watch it having respect for the source material is why it was so good and like they didn't just say um uh, and I, maybe this says in, in the article, I don't remember. They didn't just say like, okay, yeah, you've got a pirate rubber boy who wants to be a pirate. I'll take that and do my own story with it and tell kind of a thing. It's like, no, this is like, 
this is One Piece live action on screen. Matt Owens is, yeah, I he deserves all the credit. If he ever gets taken off the series, I will be highly, highly concerned. Um, he, is, he is, I think, maybe not the sole reason, but I would say a, a, a pretty big reason why that series turned out as good as it does, because he is a super fan, and the conversations he had with Oda clearly uh, informed all the right angles there. For sure. Uh, I'm glad to have him on board. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Is that, I mean, that's, I think, our One Piece discussion here. Got anything else? Nah, I think we said our piece. Cool. Hey, we know it's just that we only talked about One Piece this week. Next week, we are going to be doing a, I think we're going to do it next week. We're going to do a quick roundup of things you should be reading but are not reading. So sort of a suggestion thing. These are not going to be the popular things that you are probably reading, right? This is not, uh, One Piece should not show up on this list. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen's not on this list. It's going to be smaller things, uh, stuff not published by Shueisha, you know, the big publisher. So stick around for that one. Um, let's do some quick manga news because there is, because we got a new, uh, we got a new anime season. We got a little bit of anime news. Uh, so, oh yeah, first thing on the list is if you're in an English-speaking country, or not in the United States or Canada, I think those are the two that Viz operates under. Um, Manga Plus, which is run by Shueisha, which is the the owner, publisher, whatever you want to call it, of a Weekly Shonen Jump and those, they put out the Manga Plus Max, which is just an app or a payment system. It is exactly the same as Viz, pretty much. It's You pay $2, and you get access to... Any currently published manga and you get their entire run for $2 you can read, that means you can read all of One Piece for $2 right now. Actually, it'll probably take you two months, so it'll probably be $4, maybe $6. But still, $6 to read all of One Piece is a pretty pretty big steal, in my opinion. Um, and then I think it's five ninety nine yeah, if you want to read steal. any past completed stuff. This is, I believe, the exact same payment method that Viz does, and this is good. K-Manga is in absolute shambles. Their payment system is dog shit, so... I yeah I, I if you're gonna read One Piece I would I would use this uh, I I know it's there's scanlations online but it is a pain in the ass to find well clean like uh, scans that are cleaned properly and consistently translated in the same way consistently uh, translated is the big one because when I read yeah. One Piece I did not have access to Viz or Manga Plus's version of it and so I went through how was it like oh yeah I went through knowing like the the Shichibukai. The Shichibukai, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then eventually people start talking about the warlords, and I'm like, what are who are those? I don't understand. They would just swap and the and the Tenryubito, right? The Tenryubito are the bad guys, and it's like, okay, that's the celestial dragons. They have all these different names, but it should all be consistent. Um, I would probably, depending on what you want to read, I would probably recommend Manga Plus over Viz, simply because their reader is better. Their reader is better, especially on browser. I haven't used the apps for either of these. Um, but if you're looking at sort of modern shonen stuff, uh, I would recommend Manga Plus over Viz. Viz, I think, has a bit more of a backlog of some other seinen and uh, some other stuff that I don't know. Again, I think they have a lot of overlap in library, but it's not full overlap. So check what you mm. want to read. Again, you could get both of them for $12 a month, right? Which is like, there's more entertainment there than any streaming subscription service. So... Think about that. Uh, let's see. Next on the list. Oh, yeah. One last One Piece thing. Luffy is set to appear in the 97th Macy's Day Parade on Thanksgiving in New York City for the first that's time, wild. which is pretty that's, cool. That's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, you want to talk about hitting the mainstream. That, I mean, that's, uh, One Piece is already incredibly mainstream everywhere, kind of, but America, but on the rise here for sure. One Piece live action helps. Appearing in the Macy's Day Parade also might help. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, let's see. We got some anime stuff. Dungeon Meshi, which is starting in January, is announced to be two core. That's good. We'll get 22 to 24 episodes of that. Happy for that. That's going to be a great series. Go uh, watch that shit, guys. It's going to be great. We got a trailer that looks so good. I'm so ready for that. Um, uh, some, If you want to feel old, Kill a Kill turned, turns 10 pretty soon. Oh. Uh, I think like a week ago was maybe the publication. Uh, I think the fall... 2013 season was when Kill a Kill started being, so that makes you feel old. You want to feel even older, Neon Genesis Evangelion turns 28 uh, this week. The first episode of that aired, I think, October 2nd, uh, 1990, what would that be? 
1995, 96. So hey, that that means that Shinji is a forty year old, well adjusted person now. Yes. Well, hopefully. And, <laughs> well, if you, if you saw the rebuilds, I think it I think it stated that Shinji is a little bit more well adjusted. Um, Shinji went really deep down the red pill rabbit hole. <laughs> it's it's pretty tragic. Yeah, it wouldn't even surprise me. Uh, let's see what else happened. Oh yeah. Togashi, the mangaka of Hunter Hunter, tweeted out the corner of a fucking page, and it got, I think, four hundred and twenty nine thousand likes. The last time I checked, it had something like forty million impressions, which is insane. <laughs> that's like yeah, it I, makes sense. Yeah, like that's like so. What's the population of our state? Like that's like this. I don't know. Pop. Yeah, more people than live in the state that you and I live in, Gautam, viewed that tweet. Can I just say, Hunter x Hunter is just that good. I I get it. It, it is just that out. good. You, you, I have to you try it really out. Really do. It, it is. It is. I I can't think of an arc that I I think is better written than the end of the Chimera Ant arc. Mm. In all of manga, even One Piece. Everyone uh, raves about that. I mean, people have been talking about the Chimera Ant arc for. 15 years now 10 years well the york so. new arc is up there too mm, york new, yep, yep yeah uh, let's see some more manga news so the creator map holo 3 they wrote the sort of recently canceled pinissimo whatever you want to call that the sort of piano uh music manga that was in weekly shonen jump they have a new magical girl series titled tai sakai yomaho shoujo subame that's premiering on jump plus on october 7th so that will be either up today when you're watching this or maybe it was out yesterday that should already be up uh we're also getting three other new series starting in october in jump plus in jump plus um on the 15th, we have Kuso Ona ni Sachiare by Mizuku Kishikawa. I looked up these. Most of these people are only sort of one-shot people or not very well-known, so not a whole lot to say about them. Um, on the 27th, we're getting Majo no Shikoku by, or Shiko by Akagi Shun. And then on the 29th, we have Aiga Omoe Jirake Vampire by an a author-artist named Rie. So lots of new Jump Plus stuff coming. I'm excited for that. I mean, I guess it looks like the way the cycles are happening is that uh, Weekly Shonen Jump magazine will have sort of a, a thread of three or four new things, and then Jump Plus will kind of follow right behind them. I believe they did that last time in March and April, because we got all this stuff uh, in March and April, and then we got stuff like um, Shibatarian and Service Wars, which Service Wars is fucking great. That I cannot recommend that one enough to anybody. It's the true spiritual successor of Shokugeki no Soma, and it's even better than it in some ways. So new stuff coming. Uh, one last new manga being announced. The Chihayafuru creator, Yuki Suetsugu, will publish a new one-shot about a group of middle-aged moms starting a soccer team titled Mama Match. And that is going to be in November. Excited for that, that because, fun. yeah, Chihayafuru is one of the, is a great manga. Let's just leave it at that. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah, it is so beloved. Uh, yes. Yeah, the, I'm sure that'll be fun. I, I, yeah, I think that'll be great. I Their art is always excellent. Um, I, I think, have one last shout-out. Uh, yeah, you do? Everyone go watch uh, uh, Freyrin at the funeral. The yes, anime's out. the anime came out. And also, uh, go watch Apothecary Diaries. That's going to come out here in a bit. Uh, or maybe it's already out by the time this is released. Go watch that. That's going to pop off. It is... An award-winning manga for a good reason. It is just fantastic. So I'll, I'll throw mine out there, too. Out. Pluto is about to hit Netflix. Oh, true. That, you have to go watch that. They released a trailer for that. That looks amazing. Pluto is in my top five manga, probably, along with Monster. I think Urasawa... Like, Urasawa is called the... What is he called? Like, the, the golden boy of manga or something? The, the blessing of Japan? He's one of the greatest authors of his of the modern generation and He's just called, hands uh, down in all things the so the 20th century boy he, i believe you, you could say that or the 21st yeah. century. most of his stuff is 21st century i guess but yes uh around that time is pluto is amazing and it's gonna uh, yeah it looks so good it's gonna be awesome uh go watch pluto go watch apothecary diaries uh and go watch fryer at the funeral those are all this this manga 
or sorry, this anime season pretty stacked. These next two anim- anime seasons pretty stacked. I think in January we're getting Dungeon Meshi. I think we're getting Ranger Reject also in January. Uh, oh, hell maybe yeah. Maybe a couple other things. Ranger Reject might get pushed. I don't remember if we got time on that or not. But, uh, uh, maybe Monster 8. Monster 8, I think, is January. Yeah, that uh, the, and the first part of that series is really good. So if they just do 12 episodes, that series will be very, very good. If they go past that, maybe not, but... Um, hey, they got the person animating fully coolly, so I think it'll look good at least. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, they got was it Bones is on that or I don't know. It's Bones or Bones is fucking Madhouse Immaculate. Okay, it's Bones or Madhouse. I don't remember, but one of those is on there. Cool. That's all the news. Let's do one more thing real quick. What are you doing this week? It's a tiny little picture, Gautam. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm playing Lies of P. I think it is a very good game that I don't like very much so far. Uh, The combat is fun, but there are small contrivances that make me not like it too much. Like, uh, this is a reason I I don't like Monster Hunter as well. Um, It is, there's no animation canceling. So if every Souls game has this, if you are in the middle of a hit or a big attack, you can always roll out of it or parry out of it. Mm-hmm. So you can, you can kind of flash react to whatever's happening. Um, but you're kind of stuck in every animation in Lies of P and games like Monster Hunter, which means at the end of the day, it is a very good game that is clearly doing a great job at being Bloodborne slash Sekiro. That is just not my thing. Uh, yeah. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep playing. Uh, yeah, so I beat this game yeah. over the weekend. I it it feels just like a FromSoft game in my opinion, but it it basically has all of these sort of all the sins and issues that a FromSoft game has. It's sort of like okay, if a FromSoft game is like an you know S tier world design and A tier combat and A you know enemy design and S bosses, this is like a tier down. All this it's like okay, it's like you know B B combat and maybe A world design and you know B. B minus B plus bosses. So it is sort of like the same. Uh, it is just sort of a B tier from soft game. Exactly. That being said, this is easily the best Soulsborne yeah, non from soft so game close. by a lot. Like it's very, Wait, very which good. is why I, I don't think my criticism is fair to like me not liking it. Isn't a representation of the game. It's just a me thing where yeah. I, th- I think you're right. It is so goddamn close that it is. It's so close. simply a good, simply a very good game. Yeah. Uh, I like, but here's like a, uh, I don't even know how to put this in words kind of problem I'm having with the game is that when I play Elden Ring or any kind of Souls games like Bloodborne, I don't cheese the bosses or I don't summon because I, I actually care about beating the bosses, like in my own head, legitimately beating the bosses and getting better and overcoming the hurdle. And that releases whatever good chemicals in my brain, uh, as a reward, but here in Lies of P, I don't really care about doing the bosses legitimately. I'm totally fine just summoning for everything. Yeah, uh, I, I, I did because I'm less... I don't get that same satisfaction. I remove the negative... I don't want to lose a bunch and get frustrated and then beat it. Then it's just, oh, I'm not frustrated anymore. Thank goodness. I don't get the sort of satisfaction from it. I summoned on all the bosses here. They were all good. It still took me, you know, four or five tries for each of them. Um, it's... it's it's weird, and we talked about this. The bosses are all designed like Sekiro bosses. You essentially have to learn to perfect parry a lot of their moves. You have to learn their move sets. You have to know when they're going to attack and what attack it is in order to beat them by yourself. Um, yeah. In general, that's not really how a Dark Souls boss works because you just watch their attack and dodge and iframes, and there's no... In this game, there's like these red attacks that you cannot dodge. You have to perfect parry. You can't block them, um, which is sort of like the... The killer moves from Sekiro, I don't know what they're called, where you get the little red thing above their head, but yeah, I think this yeah. game's good. I just keep playing it. It's not that long. It's like 20, I think I did it in like 27 hours, 26 hours or something, but um, yeah, I would. I think that the, the unfair thing in my brain is that I just like, through playing this game, I just wanted to go play Sekiro. You know, I'm just mm. like, oh, I, I'm feeding for a replay of Sekiro now. Yeah. You know? See, I didn't... I. I didn't feel like that, so we definitely had different feelings. I played this and I was like, I'm oh, glad sure. I'm glad I am playing sort of a a very makes me feel like a FromSoft game, but it's not a FromSoft game. It's a little bit shorter. I know that I'm not in. I mean, almost every FromSoft game first playthrough is like 50, 50 to sixty hours. Uh, about right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, th- this one is a lot a lot less. Like, I think even if I had just tried the bosses solo, I might have been in, done it in like thirty two, thirty three hours. Even then, 
Um, oh yeah, this is this is totally just. It, I'm not vibing with it. I don't. I don't think this is a reflection on the game whatsoever. I it's think also. It's, I mean, to be fair, it's also on game. It's also game. free on Game Pass, so I didn't pay for this game, which makes it a oh, lot true. better in my mind. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I that's did not pay sixty dollars for this game. If I paid sixty dollars for it, I'd be like, well, I don't know, maybe buy it. But yeah, yeah. But either way, I, I think it's like a, a really good modern iteration, especially since Bloodborne's not on the PC. You might mm-hmm. as well go play this, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I think it looks yeah. really good. Like it's not running on the Demon Souls engine, still fucking after like twelve years. So it's got oh, a lot yeah. of cool like, visuals and like rain. The combat fidelity. animation and speed yeah. is like perfectly tuned. I think like mm-hmm. sixty FPS, perfectly optimized, is like this feels better than any Souls game released it, when when you're gelling with it. Yeah. Like, it, it is... Uh, I, I I would love Bloodborne with perfect frame rate and, uh, like, optimization because, yeah. God, that would be, like, even an even tenor out of ten than Bloodborne already is. Yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see, I... What do you have, got going on, yeah? Yeah, I've been reading... You and I are polar opposites. Uh, this showed up, was it just last week when we talked about the awards? Uh, I think it was just last week. Last yeah. week we talked about those awards. This showed up, I think, on second or third place. I was like, all right, I've seen this show up enough. I've got to give it a try. Um, read the first chapter, fell in love. This is an excellent, excellent, excellent romance series. Two goofballs. Uh, a lot of nuance. A lot more nuance than I, not necessarily that I didn't expect it, but uh, yeah, really good series. Uh, for sure, you should be reading this. There's only maybe 40 chapters, 41 chapters maybe out right now. Uh, but already, I think I'm maybe 10 chapters, 10, 11 chapters in. We're already getting into side character romance stuff. And I don't know. It's great. It's funny. It's like the main character in this is really funny. Uh, she's a force of nature. Yeah. Yeah. She's, it's just, she's, she's hilarious. Um, yeah. I'm just enjoying it a lot. I'll probably continue reading it this week. Maybe catch up fully. Uh, but I think that's it. Well, sweet. Let's see. Oh. Zoom back out. Uh, Yeah, I think that's it. Hey, everybody, thank you again for listening or watching. Don't forget, leave us feedback, comments, upvote. Tell us about your wildest One Piece theory in the comments. Uh, Tell us what you're reading, what you're doing. Uh, What anime are you watching this season that you think we should be watching, maybe? Give us that. if you want to check out a bit more manga content, you can follow me on Twitter at WGBmanga. You can also find me Patreon at the same ending, patreon.com slash WGBmanga. If you've got some extra cash you want to throw it our way, help us out with the show. Uh, Gatrim, don't forget to say goodbye here. Goodbye here. Hey, thank you all for being with us yet again this week. Don't forget to read more manga. Adios. <laughs>